the scenes on Insta at Edge Afternoons. This is John Ben and Sharon. How you doing? Welcome along to the show, John Ben and Sharon. No Ben today. Yeah, very sad. He's off. Uh, he sells his kidneys sometimes in oh, Thailand. Yeah. Black market operation going. Good good value. Got to get top dollar for some kidneys. So yeah. he's just off doing that right now. He's sitting in a nice bath yeah, he'll in be, Bangkok. Hopefully he'll be back tomorrow, though, if he can get a flight back from Bangkok. Last time he went, he got into a bit of trouble with his boogie board. Just because the skinniest man of the show is not here doesn't mean it's <laughs> going to be a fat show. No. With a PH. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. No, Ben today. He is away. Where did you say he was? Um, I heard he was in uh, Cambodia buying a wife. Well, fair yeah. enough. I mean, he's got a lot of dungeon, not enough wives. Yeah, yeah this, there we go. Half price at the moment, actually, on wives. Brilliant. Yeah, good Okay, on. that's well great. Done. So we were having an argument before the show, Sharon, and uh, it was Guy Williams' birthday last week. Yes. And uh, it was at dinner, and I started singing Happy Birthday. And the look of hatred in the poor man's eyes mm. as Happy Birthday started to be sung by, you know, 20 people, he was like, end it now. And what? I have a theory that no one likes Happy Birthday being sung to them. Get out of town. No one enjoys it. Yes, they Everyone's do. Everyone's embarrassed. They're awkward. No. The, the happy birthday at a BYO is just brilliant. We have a game when it's not even someone's birthday. If someone goes to the toilet, we say, when that person comes out, we'll sing happy birthday later on. Ha, ha, ha. We're all in on it. Then someone else goes to the toilet and you switch it up and it's actually the second person goes to the toilet. And then at some point during the dinner, we'll be like, happy birthday. We all sing happy birthday because it's such a joyous song to sing. Everyone loves it. it it My problem with it is it drags. It drags and it's a slow song. And then the animals. The animals who start up the for he's a jolly good fellow verse. You don't want that. Savages. You don't want that. You want that. Why was he born so beautiful? Why was he born at all? You don't know that one? I don't know that chart. He's nobody used to anyone. He's nobody used at all. Hey, that's what everyone sings after happy birthday. Is that a South Island thing? What? Have you I've never, heard, never that? heard that? Ever? No. What? That's that re- None of you have heard that. Is have that you heard a- that? Come- oh, you heard that. Uh, this is a oh, South no. Island thing. Okay, well, I thought that everyone. That's I, don't, why- so I don't go to many parties. That's why nobody's joining in. But- okay, what we want to throw out there. Should Happy Birthday be banned from the BYO? I vote no. I vote yes, Marty and Steph from the Edge 30. Hey! Welcome in. Uh, I've actually been to about eight BYOs like that, what Sharon described, and all for it. All for N- it? All for it. Uh, real birthdays, fake birthdays, bring it on. Yeah, yes. I'd have to agree. I mean, um, as a radio host, God, I hate attention. <laughs> but I love being sung to, especially on my birthday, even when it's not my birthday. Sing to me anytime I'm a happy woman. Okay, well, there you go. That's uh, three against one here in the Edge studio. But what do you think at home? 0800 The Edge, text to 3343. Isn't that Jono's birthday? Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! See, it's so long. It's so long. It keeps getting dragged on. Happy birthday to you! And no one start the for he's a jolly good fellow. Why he's a jolly good fellow! Should we ban happy birthday from the BYO? It's I say all of us! Tabitha! Do you mean Tabitha? No, I mean Tabitha. <laughs> hey, we're going to Tabitha. Hey, we're going to have some fun. It's not her name. Sing along, Tabitha. <laughs> hey, we're going to Tabitha. <laughs> Tabitha, what do you think about the BYO happy birthday situation? So, um, scrap the song Happy Birthday. Okay. Sing mm-hmm. this song. Go shorty, it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your, your birthday. birthday. We're going to sip the party like it's your, your birthday. birthday. 
Because, hey, we're going to Tabitha. Okay. No. Hey, we're going to have some fun. Sing along, Tabitha. Hey, going to Tabitha. She doesn't want to do it the first time. She doesn't want to do it the second time. (laughs) Tabitha, thank you so much for your call, babe. Okay, so Tabitha's got a different option for the BYO. No, no, but you can't sing 50 Cent in the club to a children. To a child, can you? True. <laughs> Are you ripping us away from the children as well? Yeah, I'm ripping the children. Is that, is that too far? Yes. <laughs> the children, they don't need it. Just say that to your child. No birthday song for you. Exactly. No birthday song for you. Oh, <laughs> Harry, what do you think? Should we ban the happy birthday from the BYO arena? Nah, that's what, good. What do you love about it so much, Harry? Um, it's great when it's not you. Yes, when it this is, is the... you. Oh, it's so bad, but. It's sort of the the fun of doing it to someone else sort of outweighs the um, the awkwardness because it is the most it's the worst point in a person's life is being sung his birthday too. Okay, you, you are all over the Harry. Harry's like he loves putting the punishment on others, but not having it on himself. Not having, but you're willing to take the hit once a year <laughs> in yeah. order to have that fulfilled. Okay, in order to absolutely punish everyone else. All right, well you're on, you're on both sides of the fence here, Harry. I feel like Ben's still here with us. But Adam, what do you think about the birthday song? I honestly, uh, normally I'd be all for embarrassing people, but I actually think singing it is just as awkward. So I think it should be banned. Oh, back at this, two people. Oh, <laughs> one asked for change. One wanted a band. And the other so you keep it. Do I, do I get a win? No, I don't. I feel. I really don't feel that like we do. I'm going to form a coalition with 13 different parties like the government, and we've had a win. Oh, this, no, we have not had a win. Would you know? Actually, I've just had a. I had a visual memory of you at Bryce's birthday, the last time we sung Happy Birthday, and you, were, you were just like, oh, like you hated every second of it. Yeah, you're an asshole. <laughs> like that's what I've been saying for the past 20 minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and you've only just realised it. I don't know if it was, you know. Yeah. Well, I, you I, thought I was putting it on for radio judging, drama. Judging by the text machine, I think that we are still singing Happy Birthday at the BYO, so you can just push off with your grinchy opinions. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. I know Ben today. He, where is he? Oh, uh, Ben, do we want to tell them? Uh, Listen, it's pretty he, offensive, this yeah, one. Yeah, he started a pyramid selling scheme and he's been ripping off <laughs> quite a few elderly people investing in leaky yeah. apartments. Well, he was gonna find, they were going to find him out eventually, weren't they? Yeah, so he's decided to hand himself in, so he's just dealing with court proceedings now. Mm. We hope to have him back tomorrow. Hopefully. Wonderful guy. You know, despite his sinister selling leaky apartments to elderly people side, yeah. he's a great guy. I mean, it was a little... <laughs> <laughs> we've, all got, we've all got skeletons. We've all, yeah. You know, I his mean, his no. happens to be ripping off millions of dollars with... And I mean, it's not the first time he's fallen victim to criminal activity, is it? No. I mean, that no. was well publicised, so you know that we're telling the truth. Yeah, you think it would have learned. Okay. Anyway, Sharon, <laughs> a friend of ours, she, over the weekend, well, last week actually, ordered online one of those robot vacuum cleaners. Yeah. Now it's like a disc, okay, and it, you can set it with your phone, and the vacuum cleaner... Vacuums for you. Exactly. It detects dust. You can see those cute YouTube videos where people put their dogs on them, and the dog like goes, all over the lounge. So, so she uh, programmed the vacuum cleaner, uh-huh. okay, set it off, and apparently it leaves its dock, travels around the floor, does its job, and then do- redocks. Okay. Docks back in. You always want it to dock back in. Yeah, you do. You, well, if you've got one, you want to be docking it back in. So the vacuum cleaner does all this. Yeah. On Saturday, she's like, it worked magnificently. Beautifully. Yesterday, she does it again. She goes out because she doesn't have to be there. What, the, that's why you have a robot vacuum. Correct. Gets home, the dog oh, no. 
had pooed on the car, had pooed on the floor. Oh no! The vacuum cleaner oh, had no. smeared it. Oh no! All over the house, oh. all over the carpet, all over the kitchen, all over the tiles, everywhere. The whole house was covered in it. Oh yeah! So I mean, good that it's detecting it. Yeah. But not good that it smeared poo all over the house. Yeah. Word of warning to uh, automatic vacuum cleaners. Now, producer Dan, you come in. You said you got a story about a uh, automatic, a bit of automation. Mm, it wasn't um, the vacuum cleaner, but the lawn mowers. You can do the lawn mowers now as well. What? That sounds like a terrible idea. And it's just very dangerous. Yeah. With, with blades. Yeah. Well, I think they. Yeah. This. I think if you pick them up off the ground, they stop. But this one is actually quite a horrific story. I don't know if I want to hear this. So is it, does it work in the same way as the automatic vacuum cleaner? Yeah. So it's got a docking station. Yeah, and um, it'll so it seems like a blade of grass like pop up. It's like chop. Yeah, just and, it, and it, so it'll go out. Like you can set it at parameters and stuff, and it'll go out and do the thing. So do that what once a day, twice. A- I think it does. You can set it to do it as often or as little as you yeah. want. But anyway, uh, the people that I know that got one, no. they had a little. It has like this little little fitting that you put on the side that does like the edge trimming. Oh, dear. No. <laughs> Did it kill the dog? May as well have. <laughs> what did the owner come home to? A missing leg. Oh, no. Yeah, it was that is horrific. Yeah, it's quite it? bad. But he's fine now. What, the he's dog? A, no, he's the got three legs. No, he's got three legs here. What, the do they vac- put a wheel on him or something? No, no, no. He's, the dogs can operate with three legs. It's when they you, you get two of them that they yeah, Then they put the wheels on. Yeah. But he's... That's horrible. It's horrible. Well, at least he doesn't <laughs> have a wheel. I like the cute dogs with the wheels. They are They cool. look like they've lived a life. And you hear them coming because they sort of squeak along. If you that's why you've got to keep them CRC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, there was a, if, if you were a dog, you would want... <laughs> what, I'd have a wheel system it's going like on. Flemmy cough, but if you were a dog, you would have a wheel. I would have a wheel. <laughs> Be a battler dog. It's like, why didn't they end it for them? Why would they put wheels on? They need to have one eye. Oh, one eye mm. and real massive balls like yeah, that dog that's yeah. massive balls. Yeah, that'd be me. But mangy, but the, the owners loved him. <laughs> it's like oh, So I just slapped a couple of wheels <laughs> on him. Keep him going. Well, that, that, that not was only hard. a word of warning about the robot vacuum yeah. cleaners, but the lawnmower. The lawnmower hey, as well. Jeez. Yeah. I think the moral of the story is stop being lazy, do it yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Sharon. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Sharon is like, all I want to do is erase all of my DMs, <laughs> all of the history of all of my DMs. What have you been doing on there? No, it's because the thing is, so Facebook, it, it, it never really, I never thought about it until I started getting Facebook memories because I was really one of the late profiles to get Facebook memories. Mm. And you get Facebook memories from like 11, 12 years ago. And I just think over the course of 11, 12 years, the things you discuss in your DMs, so you can have heated bitch sessions if something's upset you, or you could be stalking somebody like when I used to stalk Bryce. So you're, you're very nervous about this stuff being made public, no, this information. No, I think anybody would be. Like if you were on a social media thing for 12 mm. years and out of context and you've talked about some deep stuff, then you would probably not want people to read All out of context. All this makes me want to do is see every single one of your DMs. <laughs> I, just want, I want to release a book, no, a trilogy you, of books like Lord of the Rings. But if you thought about it, if you thought about like if your work emails from 12 years ago and you didn't get the pay rise that you wanted and you were sending an email about how much your boss Brad at the time was a dick or whatever, like that could be taken out of context and put somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. All it makes me believe is you've been saying bad things about me. 
about you? <laughs> Jono, you're like the one person that's impossible to talk shit about. You're like the nicest person ever. Hey, uh, but speaking of... But it's more like I see friends, right? Yeah. My friend Fuchsia w- w- always laughs about it. She goes, oh my God, I remember when I lived in Brazil and you would, we would just message all the time and you'd be so upset about how Bryce had broken your heart. You're and like, I was I like, oh my I, God. You're like, I don't want that information Yeah, there. and I'm like, oh, conversations were like, so I went to the mall and I bought all these clothes and he is definitely going to notice me. You know, just like stupid stuff like that. Well, he did notice you because now you're married. You and Bryce. And now you're not that happy with him. Well, you wish you could undie him. Undie him. Undie him. <laughs> Do you want to undie him? No, so the thing Castrate is. Castrate him. When dads go wild. So think about your own dad when you were a kid or a teenager or even now. And they have a few too many beersies and then they're just punishes. So Bryce comes home, they had uh, the radio station he works for, they do this big countdown every year called the Rock 1500. And so they have a big... The Rock 1000, another great <laughs> countdown, or the countdown of the world's greatest walks. So they have this uh, big party on Friday night. All Bryce's mates are there that he hasn't seen for ages. Like you, Jono, you were there. You guys friend Shelton from Blindspot. Oh, we he was li- back from London. It was a big night. He walks in the door at 3 a.m., and I am up because, of course, my baby has decided to grow his first tooth. So he's being a psychopath. Right. This, the sort of psychopath your baby can be when you're like, oh, if I could put you back in, in my uterus, I would. Right now you're being unbearable. Very odd sight to walk in on, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the thing is is that I was saying to Bryce, I texted him and I said, do not come down to where I am with the baby because he hasn't seen you all day. He will get excited and then he will knock her back to bed. He's already been up for an hour and a half. So what does Bryce do? He comes in and he goes, Oh, can I help or something? Do you want me to help do something? Sharon's got her eyes half shut right now while she's reenacting yeah, this. Yeah, he's like, oh, can I help or something? And I was like, no. And he goes, it looks like you're having a hard time there because I'm trying to give the baby some Pamol because he's in Pamol. Go away. <laughs> if he sees you, he's going to get excited. Now the baby's gone, ah, dad's here. And so he's like, dad, 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 dad. I'm like, oh, for goodness sake. So I take the baby upstairs and Bryce is like, oh, I guess you don't want me to help that. And I just remember <laughs> half asleep turning around me like, oh, and real angrily too, just being like, oh, F off, Bryce. Well, no one likes dealing with a drunk person. No, no sober uh, person in their right mind likes uh, dealing with a drunk person. And I, do you know what? I realised we can just call them... Uh, no, actually, you came up with this, and I can't remember. No, what, you take it, mate. I can't remember what the oh, abbreviation was. Oh, you can't even remember was. what the acronym was. Yeah. Dicks. Yeah, dicks. Dads in charge of kids. Yes. Okay, this is what we want to throw open. 0800 The Edge. When you were a child, your dad, when was he drunken in charge of you? Yes. What happened? I remember my dad took uh, my sisters and I in a taxi, and we were like, dope, we get to go on a taxi. We bragged about it at school on Monday. And when I think about it now, my dad was like 37 years old. So, of course, he was like still having some beers. He's having a big night at the bowling club. And he took us through the drive-thru at McDonald's and was like ordering up a storm, pretty much what I would do now. And it was awesome. But he drunk was definitely dads, a dick. Drunk dads are always the fun dads, aren't they? Yeah. Okay, 0800 The Edge. Uh, so give you us tell yourself. 3343. When your dad was drunk in charge of you, what happened? You can give us a text or a call. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. We're talking about dicks this afternoon. Dads in charge of kids. Wait, what was it? Drunk? Dads, drunk, yeah. Drunk in charge of kids. Yes. Yeah. Dads that have had a few too many beers and they just want to do annoying things while they're parenting you. Tegan with us on 0800 The Edge. What happened to your dad, mate? Pardon? What happened to your dad, Tegan? Uh, when I was about six or seven and my brothers were eight or nine, uh, mum, dad was supposed to look after us. Mum went out on a work do. Then dad had a few beers after work, came home and asked us what we wanted for dinner and said he'd go get her and he never came back. Came what? back the next day. What? You, he left you there for the whole night? Yep. See, we had to ring, ring mum and 
tell him what happened and we had to order pizza. Oh, he God. must have been in so much trouble. Oh, he was. He, oh, he definitely was. Thank you so much, Tegan. Tegan. Big T, welcome to the show. Uh, why was your dad a dick? That's a drunk uh, in charge of kids situation. Oh, uh, back in the 80s uh, when I was young and me and my sister were young, my old lady um, had dinner for me and my sister were about to go to bed late at night and my mum had dinner for the old man in the oven and he didn't get home till three in the morning and when he came home, like, he was drunk as. He came back home on a little kid's tricycle. What? You know, like, but in, in his birthday suit. In his birthday suit. Naked and, on a tricycle. Yeah, oh, kid's tricycle, yeah. That and is amazing. My, my mum had locked the back door. He just broke that and just climbed through. This guy, he was running at 120. How did how did he get drunk and naked on a tricycle? Like, how did we even progress to that point? I wouldn't have a clue. This was about would have been about two or three in the morning. Came back uh, home on a kids' club. Yeah, so good. Big T's dad has been living. This Cal- is just making me even look look like the dad of the year. Yeah, it does. Kelly, welcome <laughs> to the show. What about your dad? Uh, my dad was pretty cool actually, but he was a stay-at-home dad for us for quite a long time and while my mum was at work if ever we were homesick he'd take us down to the liquor shop tell us he was thirsty buy a can of beer buy us an RTD and said shush don't tell your mum oh, <laughs> how old are you? I'm about uh, 14, 15 well you're sucking probably. back on purple guanas on your day off Actually, purple guanas and those stolic naya are the ones no one could ever oh pronounce. Oh, my God. <laughs> this stuff would not fly now. You would be oh, it was a different time. You could feed your kids RTDs back in the day. It was a better time, wasn't wow. it? Wow. Okay, and finally, Tom, what was your drunk dad up to? <laughs> so it was the year six basketball breakup in Rangura. Uh, and he got a bit too car- Oh, yeah, he got a bit too carried away in the spa pool with the other parents. Oh, my God. How did the... <laughs> what do you mean? Um, oh, so they started drinking, um, and yeah. we were sort of, you know, just out on the bikes around the neighbourhood, and there was a sausage, sausage sizzle. Mm. Yeah. Um, and Mum was away for the weekend, and he asked me to drive him home. How old were you? Oh, I was 10. I was in year six. Oh, my God. <laughs> and was it a manual or an automatic? No, it was a um, it was an automatic. Oh, thank it, was a, it was a green Jeep. That does not make it any better, Sharon. I, no, I was just like, that's a good, talented ten year old. If he drove stick on the way home, that is uh, we need, we have to my say dear. that we do not we frown upon these stories. My parents are entertaining. My parents lived in Rangiora. That's just Friday night. That's oh, Friday that night Friday. in North Canterbury. Is that why John is such a road driver? Home? Oh my god! That's, this I, is. See, now Bryce isn't that bad now, he, is he? He's not. Hey, he just wanted to come home and help you. I thought my dad was a loose unit by letting us go through the McDonald's drive through in a taxi with him, but holy heck, <laughs> there are some stories. Well, thank you so much for your call this afternoon. Uh, maybe don't do those now. It's 2018 and that sort of stuff is frowned upon. Yeah, PC gone mad, I say. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. My uh, my friend, he's in the army. Yeah. And he was saying, he went to a stag do a few months back for one of his colleagues. Mm-hmm. Now, being at the army, they have at their disposal many, many fun things. Yeah, guns. Tanks. Grenades. Hercules planes. What? They put this guy, they got him so hammered. This is, and this is the night before his wedding. The so night before. You never made, do a yeah. hens or stag the night before. People that do that are crazy. Made the fatal that fatal mistake, yes. first off. They put him on a plane. <laughs> what? Passed out on a Hercules he woke up in Papua New Guinea. Shut <laughs> that On the day of his wedding. Up. On the day of his wedding. And his wife-to-be, was it, well, she was not happy. Oh, I bet. Why did they think that, that was a good idea? 
Well, they were all obviously enjoying the festivities as well. They were like, this will be classic. Put old bears on the pla- on uh, Hercules. He woke up in Papua New Guinea. So when did he get back? Three days later. Shut up. They had to delay the wedding. That is awful. <laughs> that is the worst. I would have preferred... I think there were certain members of the wedding party who were uninvited. Oh, well, I'm not surprised. I on the wedding day, how I, bad is that? I probably would have preferred the story if he had been shot in the leg, because at least he could have crutched up the aisle, not from Papua New Guinea. That's terrible. Would you would you prefer your husband to be, to be shot? <laughs> is that what you're saying? I mean, just not to delay your wedding? I mean, like, it just It's only three days, Sharon. Like, it wasn't. I mean, you still get married, but you're gonna, still saying you'd rather Bryce be shot. If it did hit a major artery, you know, they're expensive. So not a kill shot, obviously. Oh I would have been a shoulder shot. shot. One in the shoulder? I mean, I don't, I, let's, just, let's say a calf. A calf muscle. Yeah. So you'd say, Bryce... Take a bullet to the calf. Yeah. <laughs> then delay my wedding by... Weddings are expensive. Okay? Okay. Oh, 800 the each. He will recover from a bullet. My <laughs> bank balance will not recover from losing that much money. Okay. Oh, 800 the each. 3343 on the text. Have you attended a wedding that had to be delayed? Oh. Did the bride or groom not turn up? Wow. We had one that got cancelled like a few weeks out because the weather was supposed to be bad. Oh, well, that's or like pretty... the week out. Well, let's think of something more exciting than the weather having an effect. Well, you really, <laughs> you came in hot. <laughs> oh, 800 the edge. something floated Papua New Guinea. Have you attended a wedding that had to be delayed? It didn't happen for whatever reason. Get this gold on the radio, mate. John Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, this is where we pull back the curtain of the show and we bring producer Dan in here because... We're not angry. We're just a bit disappointed. Mm. And Jonathan Richard Pryor, or as we like to call him, Jadick, mm. because we were supposed to be <laughs> no doing... No to my friends and family is Jadick. <laughs> we were supposed to be doing a glorious phone topic, a sitter, some might say, mm. of hens and stag do's gone wrong. After you told a story about your friends... Who was in the army. Yeah. And uh, he attended a stag do where the groom-to-be uh, passed out and they put him on a Hercules and he woke up in Papua New Guinea. Now, perfect. We were then going to end the, the phone Hens and stag do gone wrong. Wow, the phones would have lit up. But you decided to go rogue and you changed it to... Yeah, well, because the wedding got delayed by three days. I was like, have you attended a wedding that didn't happen for whatever reason? I was just flying. I was flying with the vibes, babe. All right? <laughs> Excuse me for going f- for flying with the vibes. Yeah, babe. And what's happened? What's happened? <laughs> we discussed let's this for let's 10 minutes. The, let's go to the phones. Producer no, Dan's here. No, no, Not one person has rung up for your rogue <laughs> phone topic. Okay. Producer well, Dan, how do you feel? I feel, you know what, I'm, I'm angry... Disappointed and ashamed. Oh. But my, <laughs> why are you ashamed? I'm so ashamed. I don't You're know. ashamed to be part of this. Yeah, I'm ashamed to be part of this fiasco. Absolute fiasco. You know what? It's really tidy when Ben's here. This show yeah. really, you know, it works seamlessly. But man, it's just an absolute shambles. When Jono tries to be in charge, mm. I mean, we, we we talked about this for so okay. long, and he just went rogue. Well, I can redeem it. Hens and stag do's gone bad. No, oh, 800 the edge. It's too late now. No, you could go live. It's too late. Go live. It's too late, Jono. You've effed it up for everybody. I'll go to the phones. 0800 The Edge, Hens no, and Stag Do's gone bad. It's too late. You can't redeem your crappy phone topic now. When you, Where are you going? Yeah, g'day, Jono. Oh, for goodness Oh, g'day, mate. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> just uh, phoning up for their phone topic, not the one that you the one previously, which I thought was pretty solid. Do you know the one about the uh, the weddings that got delayed in that? Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. We can see you running um, in and out of the studio. Story of if, the, if the lady shuts up for a second, maybe I can get Victoria across. <laughs> Always whinging away, isn't she? 
Mate, you're not wrong there. Hey, you get it. Hey, Sharon, I think we should let this caller finish at least, you know. You've got to treat them like the superstar. That's the rule at radio, isn't it? Treat the callers like the superstar. Yeah, I heard that rule too. Anyway, so my story was I went on, I lost it now. That lady just put me off. She's a shocker, eh, mate? Oh, is she what, mate? All right, mate. Okay, mate. Hey, see you later, mate. See you guys. Love your show. I love your listening. See you, mate. Bye. There we go. Save that. Save that, guys. Such a dick. Save that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a one-man play there, jeez. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge.